So for this first video, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the record deposit method of recording income transactions. Now this is best used for if you're an individual who doesn't necessarily need to track inventory or doesn't want to start tracking inventory, what you want to do is you want to have an accurate record of income and expenses and your sole focus right now is I just need to get things squared away so I can file my taxes in an or orderly manner. This is probably going to be your bread and butter, how you're going to get things started off. And so we've got the QuickBooks account open here. And right now we're in the home screen. If you're not in the home screen, what you can do is on the left-hand side of your screen in this My Shortcuts, the very first tab is the home tab. And if you left click on that home tab, it'll take you to where we're at right now. So as you can see on the home tab, you've got vendors, you've got customers, employees. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go all the way over to the right-hand side of the screen. And within the banking section, there's an option called record deposits. And we're gonna go ahead and just left click on record deposits. So now what we have is we've got a screen where we can go ahead and start entering in deposits that happened on a given day and have them get posted into QuickBooks. When you're looking at doing this, my comment to you is always start at the top left of the screen and work your way down, going left to right. So starting off, what we're gonna do is we're gonna come up here to deposit two. We're gonna go ahead and click on that box and what's gonna pop up is it's gonna pop up all the bank accounts that we have open under our company. And so if you're a farm account, more than likely you're probably gonna have maybe four, five, six accounts that you can choose from. You might have one for family living savings, you might have one for family living checking, you might have one for farm saving and farm checking. You'll just have to go in, click on this deposit, and then choose the appropriate bank account for what this transaction is recording for. And so for what we're doing here, so we've got a farm account and checking account for where we're gonna go ahead and deposit this transaction. We're gonna go ahead and select that. The next section that we've got is the date. I highly recommend that you put the actual date that the transaction was received in here, especially if you're a cash basis accounting. If your cash basis accounting the date that you receive this income is highly important for when you're filing your taxes. And so we wanna make sure that we're recording these deposits when we actually have received them and we're getting things squared away and proper to make it easier on our life later on. And so we're gonna come in here, you can either click and highlight this and type in the date, so 9 slash 21 slash 2020 or if you don't wanna type something, you can come in here and click on this little box calendar on the right-hand side of this. And what'll pop up is an actual calendar that you can scroll through, look for whatever date that you need. And then once you find it, again, just left click on that date and it'll pop it in there. I wanna leave this memo alone because the memo that I'm worried about is this one right here. And so again, we're gonna stay in order though. And so we're going from top down, left to right. And so the next one that we need to fill in is the received from. On the received from, you can click in there and you can just start typing whoever your vendor is. 
or you can come over here to the right side of the box and there's a down arrow. If you go ahead and left click on that down arrow, it'll pop up all the vendors that you've done business with and you've set up as vendors in your QuickBooks account. If it's somebody new, say that you did some custom hire service for a neighbor that you had never received income before, you can click on this add new and add them. For our instance, what we've got here is we went ahead and sold some corn and so we need to record that transaction in there. It got sold to the co-op elevator and so we're gonna go ahead and left click on the co-op elevator. The from account is looking at your chart of accounts. And so that's one of those videos that I would highly recommend if you haven't taken a basics of QuickBooks, just generalize to go ahead and do that. But under the from account, we've got the kind of the same options as we did from the received from. We've got that add new. If we've got some income from a new startup that we hadn't had before and we hadn't gone through and added what we needed to, say that maybe we started doing dairy. And right now we've got beef and we've got grain, but we don't have anything for dairy in here. And then we need to go and add new and change some of the chart of count and get that added in. But for what we've got, we've got grain sale, we sold some corn, we can come down here and under the account for grain, we've got a sub account for corn. And we're just gonna go ahead and click that 1720 account so that it's posting there. Now for the memo, I want you to get real used to using the memo line to add short descriptions, but they need to be informative descriptions. Um, so what do I mean by informative? If you're selling grain, some of the things I wanna know about, I wanna know about how many bushel, I wanna know what the cash price is, I wanna know what the basis was. If you're selling cattle, number of head, the weight, you know, these, these are the things that say that you're not worried about tracking inventory right now. There's nothing to say six to nine months down the road, things have changed and now you really need to start tracking inventory. And so if I've got this stuff in the memo, it's going to save me from having to go hunt down that paper file that I put somewhere in a file cabinet and going through and re-entering it all. I'll have all the information I need in order to start changing how I'm recording things and going back and doing some edits. And so for our transaction, what we ended up doing is we sold a thousand bushel of grain. And so I'm just going ahead and start this memo off and say that I've got a thousand bushel. Let's put a comma in there to make it easier to read. So I've got a thousand bushel and I sold it at, cash price was 397, comma basis, is negative 52. And so now if I ever wanna start tracking inventory, I've got that information in here. Say that maybe two years from now, I'm sitting there doing some great marketing and I'm wanting to know if the current basis price is a good basis. Well, now I can come in here and I can look at my prior transactions and see, well, two years ago, basis was at negative 52. So having these memos will help you when you're looking at grain marketing. It'll help you when you're looking at inventory down the road as long as you're putting in information that'll lead you to that. So the next thing that we've got going is we've got the check number. 
this is always kind of one of those things where it's kind of handy to have this if you ever need to call in to that particular vendor and have a conversation with them. They'll be able to get on page and find the transaction you're talking about a lot quicker if you can reference the check they used when they paid you. And so for us, we're going to say they paid us with check 9005 the payment method was a check, and then the amount is $3,450. Now again, $3,450, the, the net of my check, what they actually paid me, was the difference between the cash price and the basis. And so even though cash price was three ninety seven. dollars basis was negative 52 and so what the payment was actually paying me was three dollars and 45 cents on that thousand bushel and so i've got all that put in there say this is the only trash transaction i've got for the 21st i can go ahead and either come down here to click save a new and start a different day for deposits or i can hit the enter button if i hit the enter button you'll hear a beep which is basically just an audio cue saying that, okay, I want to take what you just entered and, and record it. So it's in there. So what do I want to do if I want to check to make sure everything's looking right? Well, there's lots of ways that you can go in you can do checks again, coming over here onto the left side of the screen under your shortcuts, you can go into documents and or you can go into reports, my bad, go into reports and you'll be able to pull up profit and loss statements, income, those those type of reports that you can glance through and see. Probably my more preferred method for if I'm just sitting here chugging things away on a Saturday trying to get some stuff in as I come into this calendar. So under shortcuts, going down to calendar, if you left click on that, what's going to pop up is it'll pop up a calendar. If we look on the 21st, it says entered one. Well, that's telling you that there is a transaction, one transaction that has been entered on the 21st. If we go down below that, on the 21st, it'll have a outline of what each of the transactions are. And so again, we don't have anything else entered in on the 21st. The only thing is we've got this one deposit. And so on the 21st, we've got farm checking account, we deposited $3,450. If I double click on that, is going to take us back to that deposit screen. And that deposit screen shows that, okay, on the 21st, here's your co-op elevator, grain sale, how many bushel memo, checking, and that 3,450. And so let's say that, you know, you're doing a quick check and the basis was actually 51 and cash was 98, you can come back in here and make those corrections. But so that gives you kind of a good idea of, you know, how do I get started making deposits, getting started on QuickBooks. In the next video, we're going to go a little bit deeper and we're going to start looking at, well, what if we've got sales receipts? And how do we go about using sales receipts to record deposits? And so I'll see you in the next video.